with us now on the Sunrise Morning Show is Father Frank Donio from the Catholic Apostolate Center. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Anna. So we've spent a few weeks together talking about the life and spirituality of St. Vincent Pallotti. Today, we're going to talk about the legacy. Um, actually, is today his onomastico? Was he named for St. Vincent de Paul? Do you know? No, as far as I know, he oh, he wasn't. Okay. He was probably he was probably named for, and I don't know for sure. My guess would be the the uh, Roman martyr and deacon uh, Vincent. Oh, but I'd have to. Okay, that makes sense. Have to look into that. Okay, he was born a few like I don't know twenty thirty years after Saint Vincent de Paul was canonized. So that's what made me curious. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I was just curious. <laughs> So his spirituality lived today. Tell us about the Palatine family um, that that looks to St. Vincent Pallotti as as their father. Well, when Pallotti died, he only had uh, eight priests and and three brothers, uh, actually four brothers. And so this this little group that was there. Uh, was the only thing he had other than uh, a, a small group of of sisters in the orphanage that that had been created by the the group of lay people religious and clergy that he had founded which later came to be called the union of catholic apostolate and even, and by 1854 he dies in 1850 1854 the community loses its name of society of the catholic apostolate because the name was always considered pretentious that only uh, only the the papacy and the hierarchy did the could do apostolate it was a whole scene and we were named pious society of the missions now part of Pilates charism was international missionary work or, or promotion of the missions and assistance for the missions he never went to the missions but he wanted to start a mission college and so forth and later that did happen and now the Palatines are 2,400, the priests and brothers, 2,400 in 56 countries wow. because of this international missionary effort. We didn't get our name back until 1947. And then we started to look again at the fullness of our charism, the aspect of, of lay people and religious and clergy collaborating with one another in the mission of Christ, this understanding that Pilate had of everyone being an apostle, which ended up in the documents of the Second Vatican Council and the decree of the apostle of the laity, and which St. John Paul II was part of writing, and so was the general of the Palatines at the time, Father Wilhelm Moller. And we we continued in this in this way, uh, and we have communities of sisters, two pontifical communities of sisters that are in different parts of the world, as well as uh, a number of other communities of sisters, communities of lay people, and individual lay people who belong to this association called the Union of Catholic Apostles. So thousands and thousands of people uh, throughout the world, and he was interested in as I've mentioned, universal apostolate. So we could do all sorts of things in terms of our work, as long as we were assisting people in coming to faith, either the, for the first time or reviving their faith mm -hmm. and rekindling charity. 
Can you talk and about so the various ways that that this um, this plays out in in the modern times? Like, what kind of work do the Palatines do um, in the Catholic Apostolate? Well, there's Catholic Apostolate Center, yeah, uh, the, and that's part. That's part one of our more contemporary ways of doing that. Other ways in which we've we've done that are, are forming lay people, particularly uh, to be able to go forth and witness Christ in their daily lives. Uh, this is done also through educational institutions, even also healthcare, uh, in uh, in a, many many parishes often mission stations remote mission stations uh, so it's also it's the first it's first evangelization first proclamation or the mission agentes as they say um or in the church or of uh, this reviving faith or something that we would talk about in terms of new evangelization and it is this opportunity and Pilati understood this back in the 1830s in Rome when this was not really something that was was popular and so we ha- we continue to do that today in all sorts of of ways, but it it w- the key part because Pilati wanted a universal universality of activity and a universality of means. So whatever way we could do that, whether it's through publishing, whether it's through teaching, whether it's through being with a person at their sickbed, it's being with the poorest of the poor. Whatever way we can do that, that brings Christ and we are being living as apostles and we're helping others to live as apostles. I mean, this is living out our baptism, is it not? Absolutely. And, and apostolate really is that. It's living out, it's living out the bap, uh, our baptismal call. And maybe that's a, a possible thing for us to talk more about in, in future of what apostolate is. Because unfortunately, even though that's a, a word that is used uh, greatly within the documents of the Second Vatican Council. It's a word we've kind of lost, yeah. And and very and few people tend to use it. And yet, it it, it doesn't. You don't need somebody's permission once you're baptized. You, you are part of the mission of doing the mission of Christ and going forth. Yeah, in union with the church. Um, of course. So when it comes to Palatine spirituality. Um, I mean, I know that you don't have like an age cutoff per se, but it does seem like you particularly, Father Donio, and I'm wondering if this extends to to the Palatines in general, seem to have a, a real charism with youth. Yes. Well, that was something that was was a was certainly part of of Pilates way of uh, of functioning as well he was very interested in in the education of youth including including seminarians he he worked with seminarians as well so that kind of of work has been part of what we what we do uh it's not certainly not the totality of what we do mm-hmm. uh and it but it is a, a focus uh in in some of our work in some instances we're involved with educational institutions but i would say in all of our different, in our parochial work and whatever we do, we t- do take a particular focus on youth because when you form people and you help them to be close to the church so that then they can go forth and proclaim Christ. And, and that needs, that really is important to do at a, with younger people, most, most especially. Well, they got the energy. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> They do, but and, but also it, it. Hopefully, you're you're they're moving in a particular direction for the rest of their lives. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Keep up that energy. Keep up the intensity is one of a great movie, they say. And okay, never mind. I'm just going to leave it there. Father, this was great. And yes, I would love to talk more about what apostolate means. Um, perhaps maybe the next time we get together, the, the difference between apostolate and ministry. Um, sure. And, That's and, something I teach, yes. Oh, well, perfect. We found the perfect man for the job. Father Frank Donio, we've got the Catholic Apostolate Center linked at sunrisemorningshow.com. Father, thank you so much. Thank you and God bless. You too, Father. Thanks.